Welcome to the Athlete Sponsorship Podcast, where we bring together athletes, sponsors, and industry experts to create a learning space like no other. And now, over to the lady who, by her own admission, is completely obsessed with athlete sponsorship. It's your host, Vicki Saunders. You're listening to the Athlete Sponsorship Podcast, Episode 1. That's right, this is our brand new podcast, and it's brought to you by the Sponsorship Consultants. Every week, we're going to be bringing you the very best information about our favorite topic, athlete sponsorship. Whether you're an athlete who is sponsored or seeking sponsorship, maybe you're a company who currently sponsors or is looking to sponsor an athlete, or maybe you work in the sports or marketing industry, well, this is the show for you. We're going to be exploring athlete sponsorship from grassroots right through to high level, from non-elite athletes and local businesses, right through to elite athletes and global brands. You're going to absolutely love the diversity of our guests, which is going to include athletes, sports marketing experts, brand managers, sponsors, branding and social media experts, uh, journalists and sports lawyers, the list goes on. And what this means is that you're going to really learn about athlete sponsorship from every angle. So whatever it is that you're trying to achieve in the space of athlete sponsorship, our podcast is your go-to for the very best information. You might like to add us to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes, and you can also follow us on your favorite social platforms. Have a look at the links below and get social with us. Now, let's get into the show. episode of the Athlete Sponsorship Podcast, we speak with Joanne Love. She's a thought leader in performance mindset and the owner of a swimming school in Melbourne, Australia called Learn to Swim Victoria. Now, Jo has coached two swimmers to gold medals at the Beijing Olympics, and she knows too well the financial burden that many athletes face, whether they're, you know, non-ranked or whether they're elite athletes, they can still come across the same challenges when it comes to funding. Now, also having read one of my books, she knows the value that athlete sponsorship can offer to businesses. So she made the decision to sponsor local swimmer Josh Beaver just before he went to Rio. And she set in motion what I think is a brilliant example of just how valuable athlete sponsorship can truly be. I think you're going to love this interview. Welcome to the Athlete Sponsorship Podcast, Joanne Love. How are you? Hi, Vicky. Good. And you? Yeah, really well, thanks. I've got to say you're the first guest on the podcast, and I'm really excited to be speaking to you. I know that we have had some uh, discussions about this uh, leading up to the Olympics, and now we're in the middle of the Olympics. And I'm just so excited for everyone listening to be able to hear what you've experienced through sponsoring an athlete. So today, yeah, so today we're going to look at the, the top five uh, benefits that you've gained from sponsoring an athlete. And I'm pretty much going to pass over to you. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably the biggest thing, and, and the whole five 
benefits all merge into one thing, which is greater awareness. So awareness of how our staff can be better engaged, how we've engaged our community better, how we've seen that uh, we need to improve our um, promotional opportunities, how we've increased our uh, view of marketing um, and awareness of our social media and improving our social media. So basically it all comes down to awareness, but I'm happy to go through each of those individual points in more detail. That would be awesome. So should we do, hmm, should we do a countdown like five to one? So the, yes, that the good. <laughs> to us. okay, let's do that. It feels a little bit like the Dave Letterman show. So without further ado, Joanne Love, can you please hit us with your number five benefit from sponsoring an athlete? Okay, number five, uh, increased social media awareness. So when we started this campaign, we had very little interaction on um, social media. Just by having our brand ambassador, which uh, a bit of background, we um, put on a young boy called Josh Beaver, who's competing in the Rio Olympics as we speak. He's actually just finished his events, but swam pretty well. Um, and we utilised him prior to the event for a little bit. And then we kept a constant social media campaign going on while he was um, swimming. And I've just got the stats here, which I'll just, um, you know, talk about the uh, social media influence. So our weekly total went up by 249%. So just the social interaction. The people we reached went up by 144%. So wow. just the social media presence and using his name brought an increase in our social media presence during that week of his uh, participating in the Rio Olympics. So that was great. Um, it also brought to our attention how much we can utilise social media to increase our um, awareness in the community of us and um, having that sponsor on board and our um, number of people that are wanting to find out information has just skyrocketed in the last couple of days. So that's number five. I can't wait to hear what number one is. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just quickly on that, when you say that the engagement has increased as a result of having Josh in your social media, is it just his name or is there something else that you're, what, what kind of posts are you finding are getting that engagement? Um, it's his, his name and usually a picture of himself in some way shape or form but we even had one picture that just was just his cap goggles and his swimwear and it just went through the roof so i think just having him there as our ambassador was just enough for people to want to follow him and be you know seeing what he's doing and we were providing that link so they didn't have to search it up themselves i love that that's brilliant mm. thank you okay number four on the joanne love hit list of Athlete sponsorship benefits. <laughs> okay, number four was um, our awareness that our internal marketing probably wasn't up to scratch. So from that, we now have two of our staff members who are going off to do a marketing course and learn more about marketing. So utilizing the website to get better calls to action, um, putting, setting up a, a CRM, um, behind the scenes to 
do a lot of our work and make that easier. So now we're getting all these leads, we really need to act on them, but not cause us more time and productivity. So try and reduce that and set it up the best way we possibly can. So I love that. awareness. No, it's really, yeah. It's really shone a mirror back on your business where you've seen, uh, I guess, an improvement in, in one area in social media, but it's also made you aware that there's even more you could be doing and getting from that. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big eye opener that we hadn't done enough. So yeah. So that was number four. Brilliant. I love it. So I'm just going to, I'm going to jump in here. You know, that the audience uh, for our podcast is such a diverse mix as athletes who are sponsored, athletes seeking sponsorship, marketing managers, sponsorship managers, people from sports organizations, everyone that's involved in the whole athlete sponsorship environment. So as, as they're listening to you, Joe, you know, I want to encourage athletes to really listen to what you're saying, because this is the kind of value that they can offer to sponsors when they have conversations with them. They can mm. say, Hey, did you know that not only can I provide some interesting, engaging content, but it might actually help you with, you know, X, Y, Z. So this conversation is from a sponsor's perspective, but I think mm. our entire audience can benefit from the learnings. Yeah, and that, that's something even when we took Josh on, he, he did have a Facebook page, but he wasn't utilising it. And even his own individual hits on his um, Instagram and Facebook pages have gone from like, you know, in, only in the tens and now they're in the hundreds and we're talking, you know, high hundreds, 600, 700 hits every time he posts something. So yeah. even his own activities skyrocketed as well. Yeah, beautiful. I, you know, when athlete sponsorship is functioning well, everyone involved should benefit. You know, that's, that's what we want to see. We want to see cohesive and, um, you know, highly connected relationships. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So number three on your list of benefits of sponsoring an athlete. Um, probably the, the new, so not, not my staff learning so much about, you know, what they need to do for media, but it was about learning new promotional activities. So how we could use, utilize Josh to get the best promotions out of him that we could. So um, for a lot of the listeners, they probably don't know, but we, we also used, um, well, not used Josh, but Josh's father. He wasn't, didn't have the, the monetary support behind him to get to Rio. So we started up a GoFundMe campaign which took off and, and allowed us to get him to Rio. So he's back in Australia now and had a wonderful time. So we're waiting to speak with him and get all the stories, but he's recovering from jet lag, as you can probably understand. And this um, is Josh's dad. Yes, yes. Sorry. Got yeah. To Rio. Yep. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, so he got to Rio, got to see his son swim. So it was a promotional activity that, that um, allowed us to support somebody else um, allowed us to get the benefit of people in our community getting behind that. So we, we created new links with other sporting organisations. So we had people that sponsored Josh's dad who, who now we have relationships with and we can work with in the community and, and work as a whole to improve um, sporting um, activities within the, the community. Um, so, you know, just thinking outside the box and thinking what we could do with him uh, allowed everybody in our office to to come up with new ideas and get their thinking brains on and work out how we could best do 
what we could with our limited resources, and we didn't really spend a lot of money to utilise his services the best. So, yeah, learning about yeah. awareness of some of the different types of promotional activities that we could do. So, so I'm hearing, you know, with, within what you're saying, I'm hearing a lot of the the buzzwords. You're not using the buzz, the buzzwords, but the the meaning of um, everything you've been saying can be summarised in those buzzwords that everyone's using. So we're talking innovation, we're talking uh, cohesion, we're talking collaboration. You know, this is yeah. by its by its nature. This is good business. This is good for your business. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so with, you know, and then my number two point follows on from that, the community engagement. And we went around to the schools and, and got the kids on board. And before Rio, uh, Josh actually had the biggest fan page on the, the Australian Olympic Committee site. So, you know, when he saw that, that just lifted his morale. So it was a feedback both ways. So, you know, we gave him that support and his fan, he got a fan base. And that fan base lifted him and, and were following him. And um, so, you know, that community engagement. Um, so that was, we found that really good, you know, to have all those young kids following. And we, we have kids who come to our swim school now and, and will tell us, you know, walk up and go, oh, I saw him swim on TV. And so it's created a, a buzz within the um, facility here at the swim school of the kids wanting to interact with the staff about that relationship as well. We've got local schools contacting us now about, you know, the future of their swimming programs with our association. So again, community, broadening it out into the community, creating greater awareness within the community of what we do and what swimming's all about and, you know, and getting a bit of a buzz around that. Yeah, that's fantastic. You really, um, I'm so intrigued to hear what number one is because so far, you know, you've covered so many areas, you know, the community, the staff engagement, the business improvement, the uh, awareness and engagement on your social media. Can you tell us what the number one benefit so far has been on this, on this sponsorship? <laughs> so I'm well, sure there's <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so a lot of these are sort of linked in many ways, but my number one is actually the staff engagement, the benefit to the business is staff engagement. They want to come to work. They want to talk about Josh. They want to talk about the GoFundMe campaign. Uh, we have staff bringing in green and gold clothing so they could wear it during the Olympics. We had supporting each other. The, the morale within the centre has improved dramatically during this period. You know, we've had people that will go above and beyond, you know, that they're not five o'clock hit the dock and want to walk out the door. They want to stay and see what's happening. They want to go and talk about um, bits and pieces. And, we, you know, we've, we've worked through that and done little bits and pieces. Like uh, we had a, we invited people to the pool on one day and, and while the, most of the teachers were in the pool, when they'd finished their activities, there was the leftover pizza and they all stood around and had that and the fruit and the juice. And so there was that, the culture improved because they were having fun at work. They were working as a team to support Josh. They were being innovative, as you say, with what they were doing. And yeah, so the morale within the centre and the culture grew considerably working with uh, Josh as our ambassador. Wow. So, yeah. Now, 
That is, I, I find that uh, from a from my perspective as a co consultant, you know, that that works with different sponsors all around the world and different athletes, it surprises me in a really good way that what I thought was going to be your number one hasn't even been mentioned. And that's cool. That's great because I think <laughs> is the, this is the, the some of the things that you can't really measure. You know, staff engagement. How important is that? You know, how much does really it place yeah. staff? They yeah. leave or they yeah. don't turn up very often or they're yeah. disengaged yeah there's something the we one, can measure the one i was thinking you were talking about is market share am i right no the no, fact that <laughs> and i know this because we've spoken before the fact that um you know the we don't need to talk specific numbers but that the amount that you invested in josh in a financial mm. sense um mm. the return that you got on that through those school visits that he did Mm, that's right. That's yeah. something you could briefly touch on? Yeah, so what we did is we uh, had uh, Josh attend a couple of schools and give a, a short talk and we handed out some little cards and they entered in a competition and part of that competition was they got a, a swimming lesson with Josh, which is going to be during their school holidays coming up. But the, as I said, the, um, the influence of that visit created... Uh, an idea in their head that this is the swim school to come to for their lessons. So the bookings for the lessons paid go in for what his sponsorship's worth. So yes, it's, yeah, the financial return has been worth it. It's increased our financial return. Um, it's covered his sponsorship easily. Um, so we're going to continue on and keep that sponsorship going. So Beautiful. it's been well worth it. Yeah, well worth it. But that. yeah, so we, we haven't sort of gauged it um, while it has been financially beneficial to us, I think it's all those other little bits and pieces that set us up for the future, that give even greater returns in the future. So, you know, as I said, number five, the Facebook page, you know, all those shares, that's the future generations, you know, word of mouth that's going to eventually spread and increase yeah. our, our, you know, bottom line. So that's all to come even more. And, yeah, I suppose, yeah, you can take a, a short analysis and say yes we've got financial returns now but the future how much we don't know just yet yeah you know, it'd be really big yeah do you know i really believe that with sponsorship you know there's different levels to it and then in the first year there's a lot of testing the waters and and what you know mm. what you've talked about today is recognizing areas for improvement and development and you've got your staff going off to do a you know marketing course and you know, you, you guys over this, it's only been a few months, but over the next year, you're going to improve even more. So, gee, come year two, I'm absolutely uh, so excited to see what you do come up with then. Mm. I think covering the cost is a really good way for sponsors to know that at least their financial investment has been returned. And then everything else, all this other incredible value, I think that's the exciting stuff. I think that's the stuff that... Uh, a lot of people don't expect to get from sponsorship because they're not they're not aware that it's you know on offer for them mm, but what mm. you've just articulated i think is a really great uh insight into those those other benefits that sponsorship offers mm, that's right and yeah and that's what we weren't prepared for we were hoping for you know a little bit of financial return to cover it and we thought we could do it and um it happened but to get all those other benefits as well and just meeting some of the people, we had one gentleman um, who gave a big donation on Josh's father's GoFundMe campaign. Uh, that association for Josh 
there's going to work you know possibly with the sponsorship there as well and also some support for the sporting club that he works with so there's feedback for everybody there's potential for everybody so yeah it's yeah. opened a lot more doors than what we expected Wow. Do you know, I do, I do feel like we have just scraped the surface of this. And I think with any of those five benefits, we could delve so much deeper and really analyze it and really look at how businesses uh, can focus on having those as, a, as a, a benefit that they're looking for from sponsorship. But we are sadly out of time today. Uh, we'd love to have you again as a guest, Joe. I think you've got so much to share. Um, and I really appreciate you taking the time to come onto the Athlete Sponsorship Podcast. No, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And look forward to seeing how it all pans out with you guys over the next 12 months. We'll uh, definitely get you on the show again. So thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks, Vicky. Bye. See ya. Wow, what a great guest to have on our first episode of the Athlete Sponsorship Podcast. Kind of gives me goosebumps, to be honest, uh, hearing just how impactful athlete sponsorship has been on Joe's business and of all of the people's lives who are involved in her business and in Josh's journey. I think it's fair to say that we barely scratched the surface there and that sponsorship is less than six months old. I really look forward to sharing with you and learning myself, you know, what they've created after maybe 12 months from now, maybe two years. I really believe that the best relationships are the ones that last and they really have the chance to mature and develop. So I wish Joe and Josh all the best. I think they're off to a fantastic start. Now, if you'd like to get in touch with Joe with any questions or feedback, you can find her via her website, which is joannelove.com. So J-O-A-N-N-E-L-O-V-E.com. Or you can check her out through the social media links below in the show notes. On our next show, which is episode two, we're going to be chatting with my good friend and brand expert, Scott Jones. He's going to be sharing some really valuable insights into how athletes need to create their own brand and most importantly, explaining what that actually means because that gets thrown around all the time, personal brand this and that. He's going to give you guys some really good tips and insights that you'll be able to put into practice straight away. So until then, thanks for being part of our first ever episode and I wish you an abundance of success in your sponsorship adventure. We hope you got your fill of athlete sponsorship goodness. Don't forget to hit the share button so together we can help change the landscape of athlete sponsorship around the world. And come say hi on Facebook or Twitter, where we're sharing some of our best blogs and videos. Until next time, enjoy your sponsorship adventure.